Did you know that you have to press buttons to make the show go? Usually. Uh, yeah. Uh, sometimes that escapes me right as the show starts. But it is Free Talk Live. You are in the right place. It's the Monday night edition. With you in the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass, and I'm joined by... I'm Ian. And I ain't nobody. Wait, are you nobody or are you ain't nobody? Ain't nobody can able to answer that question. Can't, can't no, ain't nobody? Ain't, ain't nobody. Ain't nobody got time for that? Ain't nobody got time for that. All right. Nobody well, just woke up. It's true. I'm sure somebody also just woke up, but somebody isn't here, but nobody is. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Somebody's listening. Somebody mm. is listening. That is for certain. And uh, while thank we have you somebody, yes, thank you to all of you, somebodies, really, for uh, listening to our fine program. We have some interesting things to talk about tonight. I ran upon this article about a company called AstraZeneca. This is from Reuters, by the way, out of the UK. Uh, AstraZeneca to be exempt from coronavirus vaccine liability claims in most countries. Now, that's probably true generally. At least I know that in the United States, uh, it's my understanding that vaccine manufacturers are not liable for their products. Nope. So that's nothing new. Yeah, uh, except outside of it not being new, it's still disturbing. Yeah, no doubt. What may be new is that more countries may be coming on board with uh, exempting them, however. That may be an additional point here. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, my feeling about any of these companies that have this sort of you know, shield of the government from liability is that uh, they're not providing an honest product. Yeah. Because why would you? Oh, you won't stand behind your product? Yeah. Well, hmm. Like, why should I accept your product in any way, shape, or form, or, you know, with my family, my children? I don't have children, obviously. With your body. Because the science is settled. (laughs) (laughs) The science is settled. There's no questioning it. No one has gotten this this vaccine. Nobody has died of this vaccine. You've died Therefore, of it? it will always work for everybody, and there can be no si- and there can be no side effects because the science is settled. And you science deniers, <laughs> that's some good channeling right there. Are wrong. It, it really is simply wrong. I know that if you know in my everyday life. If there's somebody who somehow manages to get some sort of magical government protection for their product, I don't know, like, let's just say a cheeseburger, for example. The science is settled. (laughs) Cheeseburgers will never kill you. It's impossible. I would immediately... The impossible Whopper. Well, the impossible burger is not is not they, a cheeseburger. To to my knowledge, they don't have government protection from liability on their impossible, uh, yeah. improbable burger, whatever the hell. They, they don't are. have the connections. They're not big enough. But, but AstraZeneca, which I've never heard of in my entire life, yeah, you should either. trust them. The science is settled. <laughs> apparently, apparently, the science is settled, and the government has uh, granted protection from future product liability claims related to its COVID-19 vaccine specifically, uh, hopeful by most of the countries with which it has struck supply agreements, a senior executive told Reuters. So this company who, you know... So it struck agreements with the the governments of the country. Of many countries. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we'll find out 
Does that mean that the government will be administering these? If that's who cut the agreement? (laughs) Because normally with like the flu vaccine, it's on every street corner. It's like, hey, come on in and get your your flu vaccine. I don't know if they're free or what. I've never had one. Uh, But you see it all over. Walgreens has it. CVS has it. So what's the deal here? How does this deal work? It means that the, the, the company... If if they if the company uh, kills us all mm-hmm. and makes a lot of money doing it, that any liability for killing us all will be covered either by the taxpayers or not covered at all. Yeah, it right. sounds like they're waving. So we will be forced to pay for our own liability. Right. So they're coming into government agencies or whoever, whichever health agency is in charge and wherever, mm-hmm. and they're saying, we're willing to market this product here, but you have to grant us immunity, basically. Yeah. You have to pay for any damage that we do. Right, yeah. yeah. Or just... Let us do it. That's do that damage happen. without anybody they're, being compensated. They're unsuable. Basically, right. you must either pay for it or guarantee us that nobody will pay for it. Yeah. The so artic- basically, they're the only ones who will be guaranteed immunity after the vaccines are, <laughs> are dished out. Exactly. Uh, yeah, the rest of us aren't from, even guaranteed survival. Right. <laughs> immunity from lawsuits to whether or not to do it. We'll see. I mean, there's still street justice, but you know, uh, I'm not an advocate for that unless. You know, you you find yourself in a situation that calls for it. I would not have a problem shooting somebody in the face because he was trying to force me to get a vaccine I did not want. He's he's violating my body. I have every right to kill him. My body, my choice. Absolutely. If you're going to choose to put a vaccine in me, I might choose to put bullets in you. (laughs) (laughs) It's a vaccine of a different kind. Sounds fair. Indeed. It's a life vaccine. Yes. And I will not accept liability for those bullets if they harm you. You must cover that liability. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You waived uh, the ability by attacking in the first place, or the the person waived it. Exactly. Uh, 855-450-3 is our toll-free number, because I don't think I've mentioned that yet during this segment. 855-450-3733. If you want to call in and give us your thoughts, you're welcome to do so and join us here tonight. Uh, the article goes on with 20... 20- you can give us your thoughts, but the science is settled. <laughs> right, yes. We, we've, apparently, nobody has made that clear. Yes. Uh, with 25 companies testing their vaccine candidates on humans... And getting ready to immunize hundreds of millions of people once the products are shown to work. Well, <laughs> that remains to be seen. Uh, the question of who pays question question of who pays for any claims or damages in case of side effects has been a tricky point in the supply nego- tricky point in the supply negotiations. Uh, How do they prove that this vaccine that works? T- How t- the science is settled. <laughs> <laughs> How do they do it, though? Like, How do you prove that the vaccine works? Because, well, most of the people who contract this uh, little malady, they beat it. So, and the vaccine, the well, idea is to pro- <laughs> prohibit the malady from happening in the first place. So how do you... Moreover, the vac- vaccine ra- uh, manufacturers have already made a statement that they're concerned that nobody will be able to know whether their, their vaccine is effective because too few people are getting the coronavirus 
already. Right. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, Maybe I've, they'll I've take that. people without masks and expose them by force to the virus to, so that they can test whether the use them as guinea pigs to uh, test whether the vaccine is effective. Wow. It's, it's absolutely yeah, what he's saying is correct. Uh, this guy has a great name. His that's name just, is- I think that's really worth focusing on for just a moment because you've got the vaccine companies basically admitting that this is not a pandemic. Right. That right. this is not widespread oh, enough. Did you for know them that, to- that they changed, uh, the governments changed the definition of pandemic to oh, not sure. include a specific number? Well, it doesn't. It's just right. widespread like, is the is the definition. That's the current definition. Yeah. But previously, there were numbers attached to that definition. Let's find said, out what those numbers I, I, yeah, were. I, I wasn't able to find it, but I, I read a thing huh. that said that the definition was changed and they eliminated In Merriam-Webster's any, dictionary? Uh, no, I'm talking like the medical community. Okay, I'm right? talking about the dictionary Whatever, whatever their, okay. like their, their definition of pandemic changed recently, within the last gotcha. know, five years or something, to not include specific numbers. Of how many people, what is the threshold? You're under this, not a pandemic. You're mm-hmm. over this, you're in a pandemic, right? They used to have numbers as definition. I don't know how... If you want Pluto to be a, to be a planet, redefine the word planet. Right. If you want COVID-19 to be a pandemic, redefine, redefine pandemic. pandemic. I call pandemic a, 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 a any any sickness that causes me to be forced to stay home and eat ice cream and sweets. Um, and, 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 you know, and if I smoke a lot of weed too, then it's a pot and pandemic. You're, you're being forced to eat ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I just react to that by being forced to uh, give up every, everything that's important in my life or uh, most of it. Uh, 855-450-FREE is our telephone number. This is Free Talk Live. Let us know if you've ever been forced to eat ice cream. We've got more coming up. matters matters to me does it matter to you the silence is settled the silence matters. <laughs> the silence is settled silence <laughs> i kill you silencio i kill you i kill you and in the studio tonight we have jeff dunham i'm just kidding we don't have jeff dunham we have nobody and it's ian and myself the reverend captain kickass i am your host this evening on the Monday edition of Free Talk Live, our toll-free number, 855-450-3733, 855-450-FREE, as in freedom. We've been talking about an article from Reuters, talking about a company called AstraZeneca. Uh, that's all one word with a capital A and a capital Z right in the middle of it, because that's what they like to do these days with these names. Where they have apparently... That's called Camel Case camel case where they apparently have figured out how to be exempt from liability claims for their upcoming coronavirus vaccine apparently uh, 25 companies are testing different vaccines on humans and getting ready to immunize hundreds of millions of people Uh, this is a unique situation where we as a company simply cannot take the risk if say in four years the vaccine is showing side effects (laughs) which is an absurdity 
That's because a- if they call it a vaccine, it cannot harm you. The science <laughs> is settled. That is a quote from Rude Dauber. That's right. His name is Rude Dauber, a member of Astra's senior executive team. So that rude bastard is going to dob some stuff on your arm. Hey, hey. Then he's going to jam a, hey, a don't needle be, in Don't it. be a rude dauber now. <laughs> be a polite dauber. <laughs> that guy was a rude dauber. Right? That sounds totally British, right? Yeah. Too and, British. And just to silence bring, to bring back what you said right at the, which I had not heard right at the end of the last segment. These companies are admitting that there aren't enough people infected with this thing or who've come down mm. with this uh, COVID in order to really know whether or not this vaccine that they're making is yeah, effective. That's effed yeah. up, isn't it? So, well, what it means is that either the number of people getting these the vaccine is significantly in, or is statistically insignificant. We know that's as not going to be the case. It, or we, or I, I'm sorry, the number of people getting the disease is statistically insignificant, yeah. or the number of people not getting the disease because of the vaccine will be statistically insignificant. Right, right. Oh, they won't be able to tell or, either way. And yep. or maybe enough people already have it without having developed any symptoms from it mm-hmm. that perhaps herd immunity has already been achieved. Ooh, yeah. So mm. what's the point? They're just going to dump a bunch of chemicals into your family's arms. That's a great plan. But they're going to call it a vaccine so it can't harm you. <laughs> the God. science is settled. This is a crazy. This is crazy. It is. Rude Dobbers continues. In the contracts we have in place, we are asking for indemnification, for those of you who have trouble pronouncing. Uh, For most countries, it is acceptable to take that risk on their shoulders because it is in their national interest, he said. Now, keep in mind, the terms national interest don't mean your interest. It means government interest. That's right. That's what it means. Yes. Exactly. It's in the government's interest. For a company to administer to you a drug that they, their, in, in their economists tell you will do more harm than good, and therefore they cannot afford to take the liability for what they intend to do to you. But he also added that which ask- they don't know what what it's going to do. You're, it's a science. It's an the science is settled. <laughs> it's an experiment. They're going to experiment <laughs> yes. on millions, hundreds yeah. of millions, or however many suckers uh, offer up their arm for this. And yeah. if you don't participate, you're bad. You'll yeah. also be, and you should die. Right. And they're going to try to run you out of society, just like they're already doing with those of us who are not willing to wear masks. Uh, they're trying to make life uncomfortable. They're trying to make life difficult. They're trying to use social pressure and business pressure uh, to get people to obey these mask mandates. And that's just the beginning of this. Yeah. Imagine feeling like you're not normal just walking around like you normally would without a mask. That's what they're attempting to do. Oh, it does feel abnormal walking around without a mask when I run into a clump of them. Yeah. When I, when I run yeah. into a, a clump of no faces, yeah. It's... <laughs> uh, Mr. No Rude faces, Dauber, like 
Mr. Root Dauber added that Astra and regulators were making safety and tolerability a top priority. No, they're not, because if that was true, they wouldn't be offering them indemnification <laughs> or no liability for their untested vaccine. Look, How we, much more safe, I mean, unsafe can you get? We think the this science is, is settled, though. <laughs> silence! I kill you! <laughs> no, no, we won't kill you. It's going to be perfectly safe, unless, of course, it isn't, in which case we won't be liable. Yeah, if yep. you die in four years, don't worry. The government said it was okay. Yeah. So the government will make you pay for the liability. Hey, you gotta break a few eggs to make an omelet. Gotta kill a few humans to make a government. Mm-hmm. Gotta crush a few skulls to make the world perfect. Dauber <laughs> uh, would not name this is horrifying. the countries. Just that there's, you know, a, a bunch of them. Uh, EU officials told Reuters this week Product liability was among contentious points in European efforts to secure supply deals for potential COVID-19 vaccines from Pfizer. You can't just go doing things that are mathematically a bad idea without waiving liability. Mm -hmm. The science is settled on that. Uh, Well, and (laughs) the economics is settled. That's really how governments proceed. Yes. Right. They they, they don't care about the math. They're just, oh, we're going to do whatever we want. We'll figure it out later. Yep. (laughs) You're going to pay for it. They're not. And that's and that's the rub. No matter what goes wrong, the taxpayer, the tax victim, is always on the hook. Uh, the United States, however, already has a law to exclude tort claims yep. from products that help control a public health crisis in the form of the 2005 Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness, or PrEP, Act. AstraZeneca, Britain's second largest drug maker. Uh, that's why we haven't heard of them. Yeah, because they're number two. <laughs> I said it's probably two. another company that's renamed itself half a dozen times, probably. too. They do I'm it sure, constantly. Yeah. Uh, they have pledged to supply a total of more than 2 billion doses Woo. at no profit in agreements with the United States, Britain, and European countries, among other nations and organizations. So we know at least the U.S., uh, Great Britain, or just you know mediocre Britain, and other European countries uh, are among other nations. So that's at least three that we can pinpoint. Uh, Astra's deal differs from most rivals because it has secured government backing for production and development efforts, i.e. government funding. Oh. While competitors such as GlaxoSmithKline are looking to negotiate a price for finished product contingent on approval. So, I mean, the deck is already stacked, right? Here's one organization where they're basically sponsored by several governments. Meanwhile, this other organization is trying to do stuff, but like they can't get funding from governments, and they're looking to just negotiate a price uh, contingent on approval. So, uh, you know, I wonder who's going to win. Not well, you. I think the science on that is settled. Do you think? <laughs> yes. You will lose. <laughs> In the end, that's what will happen. The little guy will lose. 855-450-3733 is our toll-free number. We've got more Free Talk Live coming up. Whether or not the science is set. The next generation wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to send, earn, spend, and exchange digital money in seconds. Send money around the globe with only a swipe. Instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and Fiat right in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account. Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with crypto. Multi-tiered masternodes allow everyone to partake in the network. Visit DiviProject.org. Divi project.org yeah! 
Yes, come on and dial 855-450-3733 if you'd like to join us. It is Free Talk Live, the live radio call-in program where you can take control of the airwaves and talk about, well, whatever you'd like to. Uh, You can also get us over at uh, discord.lrn.fm, join our Discord Discord server, and you can jump into our on-air call-in rooms where, if uh, you so choose, you can sound almost as if you're right here in the studio with us. And in the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Ian. And nobody. We've been talking about this article from Reuters about AstraZeneca getting uh, some the, sort of exemption from the number two uh, maker of what is it, drug drugs, products yep, in, in, the, in UK. the UK, uh, getting exemption from the coronavirus vaccine that they have yet to uh, test or exemption from deploy. liability. From liability, yes, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, And so we can talk about that if you like, but I wanted to switch gears and talk about keeping the topic the same. Well, before you go on, I'd Mm -hmm. like to know anybody out there listening who feels comfortable getting this vaccine. I mean, there must be millions of Americans who are like ready to line up. And given this information, because it's certainly possible the average person in the United States has no idea that vaccine manufacturers are given uh, liability just ro- ro- across the board. Generally, they're given liability mm-hmm. for their products, or excuse me, no they liability. Are, their liability Exemption is from the liability. we are forced to take liability for their product. Right, you right, can't right. take action against them. They can, or they're unsuable mm-hmm. uh, on this. I, I suspect the average person doesn't know that. So, if you were coming into this conversation thinking vaccines are a good plan, or this vaccine is a good plan, and now that you know that the actual official statement from the company is something to the effect of, well, if S hits the fan in four years with this uh, vaccine we're going to be giving to hundreds of millions of people. We don't want to be held responsible for it. If knowing that, does that change how you feel about getting this vaccine? Well, that's absolutely necessary because no, for example, let's say this vaccine kills every single person who (laughs) takes it four years from now. No company can be accepted to avoid to absorb that kind of danger. It's an unacceptable risk to them (laughs) that they would be forced to pay for that. That's exactly what they said. Indeed it is. And but it's acceptable to force you to risk your life. Well, and that's the question. How much force is going to be involved in this well, vaccine? that is the question. And I suspect that the answer to your question, Ian, is that there are hundreds and thousands or hundreds of thousands, even millions perhaps, of people who, once these governments go, we have a vaccine, <gasps> Thank God. that they will line up at you know drugstores, grocery stores, doctor's offices, roadside, police checkpoint, wherever it is they can get said vaccine. And, and they Darwin will, be, will smile. And they will be loud and <laughs> proud about, oh, I'm one of the first, I got the vaccine, yay me! And then they'll take their masks off and start walking around. Like then they can start wearing a vaccine band around their arm to make sure that everybody knows a scarlet they're one letter, of the va- you say? that they're one of the vaccinated. Or maybe the rest of us will be forced to wear the, uh, the band around our arms because we aren't vaccinated. It would be cleverer to give them, to the, to give them bands, mm-hmm. except they can't make us care. As a matter of fact, they can't ma- they can't force us not to avoid people wearing that band. So uh, <laughs> you know, um, which of course they shouldn't, because the science is settled. <laughs> mm. 
Well, one thing the science has settled on is that Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform over at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin Cash. That's local.bitcoin.com. Now, we know, Captain, that when it comes to current vaccination requirements, Mm -hmm. usually the government mandates the uh, young people, children, for instance, going into government schools, have to have a certain set of vaccines or else they're not allowed to go into the government schools. By mandate, you mean force. Well, no. You're a conspiracy theorist. No, it's technically not force in that you aren't forced to send your kids to government school mm. generally you can in you're most forced states, to pay for them whether yes, you do or not that's right. correct but if you're rich enough to be able to pay for the education you don't get and then pay for the education you get correct then you are permitted to to not send your children to government schools which of course is horrible because you know the science is settled. But Public schools are better. How many? I mean, but this is probably going to get worse, right? So the schools are one. Oh, yeah. th- th- that's one like pressure point that they can put on a lot of people because a lot of people have kids. Right. But what about the corporate world? How many jobs have ever required someone be vaccinated? I've never been asked that on uh, a job I, application. I know but- that there are some jobs that do, but they're generally like ones that require travel. I've heard of. Mm. Things like uh, being a, a steward person on like an airline or a cruise ship, things like that, uh, they, they will require that you've had you know certain rounds of vaccinations and that kind of a thing. Uh, overseas kind of stuff, like some of these uh, English instructors who travel overseas to another country to teach English, that kind of a thing. I've, I've been told that some of those, I don't know if the jobs are requiring them. How much do you want to bet they're going to start requiring it? You know, even oh, for like I, menial jobs like Starbucks that, or whatever. That's a bet that I you would know? not take because I feel yeah. like it's coming. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, not only is that coming, but it's going to get way worse. Yeah. I mean, all these corporations are signaling how great a corporate citizens they are with all their mask requirements. And if they can require all their employees be vaccinated, uh, I suspect they're going to do that. We, we oh, are yeah. seeing the incubation period, in my opinion, just my opinion, we are seeing the incubation period of the medical police state. Mm-hmm. It is yeah, happening right now. This is the first signs of what is about to come, uh, what I think is likely inevitable as governments you know, sort of can't get their regular ideas off the ground for more tyranny. This is one they can get the population on board with by just them being scared of the newest, latest virus craze, right? Yeah. We've, we've already seen things go viral on the internet. Well, now they're going viral in your body and on the internet. When they can, when they can sync up an actual virus to the fear going viral on the internet among social media and that kind of thing, mm. we're powerless to do anything against it because of the stupidity of the general population. Well, the people who push the pill, push the cure, push the pill. Right. Yeah. Yes. So the fear is the word I was looking yeah, for. The, uh, yeah. The, the, those who push the fear also push the cure, generally speaking. Yeah. Uh, the government does this all the time. They create a problem, then they masquerade as the solution well, that they themselves created. When they could just, you know, uncreate the problem by stopping doing whatever it is that they did to create the problem in the first place. But... That never happens. You never see a reduction in the size of government. Have you ever seen one? 
No, of course not. I've never seen a reduction in any government program or... or uh, I've seen reductions in individual government programs, but year over year, the government right. always grows, grows without right. exception. Regardless, it's bigger at the end of the year than it was at the beginning of the year. Right. Regardless of party, regardless of lack mm-hmm. of party, mm-hmm. regardless of taxation or lack of taxation, uh, it always gets bigger. It always grows. It is like a tick on the side of the face of society where it is just continuing to suck blood and it will continue to suck more and more blood until it finally pops and then we're all going to be covered in blood. You need more government every single year. The science Science on that is settled. (laughs) (laughs) And he sounds so authoritative, too, when he says it. It's like really... Silence. It's soothing. It's settled. Do not question this. You're soothing me with your authoritarian ways. I just want (laughs) to obey. I just want to do what you say now. I'm in like a trance. Well, I mean, there's no question that I'm right. Do you have something right. I can inject? And in, uh, I really want to get a vaccine right now. You like really want to, vaccine like right now. Don't inject the marijuanas. Oh. That's dangerous. <laughs> well, if you really do want a vaccine right now, I have some news for you, Ian. Some scientists are taking a DIY coronavirus vaccine, and nobody knows if it's legal or if it works. Ooh, illegal vaccine. Of vaccines. course it works. It certainly can't do them any harm. It's called a vaccine. I'm not sure if the science has been settled on a DIY vaccine or not. The science is settled. If they call it a vaccine, it can't hurt you. But an illegal vaccine? Illegal vaccines Mm. coming up on Free Talk Live. 855-450-FREE if you want to talk about it. Free Talk Live. Yes, welcome back, everybody. It's the live Monday night edition. 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733 is our toll-free number if you'd like to call and talk about, well, whatever you want to. We've been talking about coronavirus vaccines, specifically liability, companies who are seeking it, governments who are granting it, that kind of a thing. With you in the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Ian. And it's nobody. And I had mentioned just at the end of the last segment that some scientists are taking a DIY coronavirus vaccine and nobody, not you, nobody, and nobody knows if it's legal or if it works. If it's legal, it works. The science is settled. (laughs) Nobody has spoken. (laughs) This is the way. Uh, This from MIT Technology Review, under their biotechnology. Famed geneticist George Church and at least 20 others didn't want to wait for the results of clinical trials. I think we are at a much bigger risk from COVID, he says. Who needs clinical trials? They've already settled the science. Well, have they, though? Preston Estep was alone in a borrowed laboratory somewhere in Boston. No big company, no board meetings, no billion-dollar payout from Operation Warp Speed, the U.S. government's COVID-19 vaccine funding program. No animal data, no ethics approval. What he did have, ingredients for a vaccine and one willing volunteer. Estep swirled together the mixture and spritzed it up his nose. Nearly 200 COVID-19 vaccines are in development, and some three dozen are at various stages of human testing. But in what appears to be the first, quote, citizen science, unquote, is citizen science settled? We don't um, know. 
Well, I I don't know if the citizen science is settled, but uh, you know the 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 image that I get when this happens. Did you see the Rick and Morty episode where they Cronenberged the whole world <laughs> by applying an untested drug to to somebody during a flu epidemic? No, I did not. But that sounds hilarious. Yes, yes. Everybody, uh, they first. Well, the first thing they they tried to they were they they. Uh, uh, they tried to uh, to cause a girl to fall in love with uh, with uh, Morty. Oh, love by, by giving her a drug that was made out of his DNA and Vol DNA, and they thought the science was settled. But Indeed. apparently, if the if the victim has the flu, their little roofy cocktail um, <laughs> would uh, would cause. Everybody to fall in love with Morty. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, perhaps this takes more parallels. We don't know. Uh, ESTEP and at least 20 other researchers, technologists, or science enthusiasts, many connected to Harvard University and MIT, have volunteered as lab rats for a do-it-yourself inoculation against the coronavirus. They say it's their only chance to become immune without waiting a year or more for a vaccine to be formally approved. Can you imagine being so scared that? And these are gun, these have to be younger people. Right? I imagine. Right. I, I don't know. Uh, the, the, you know, you're you're by nature going to beat this thing generally if you do come down with it. But Ooh. nope, you're so scared that you're going to sign up for some completely, you know random concoction of whatever they're going to throw in you know plus the kitchen sink to see if you can become immune but you'll never know if you can become immune because there's not enough of a sample to really know mm-hmm. so how are they they believe without evidence that they will become immune right. because a vaccine can't harm you the it's, science is settled yeah it's a religious belief basically yes among those who've taken the DIY vaccine is George Church, the celebrity geneticist at Harvard University, who took two doses a week apart. Wait, 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 what does it mean to be a celebrity geneticist? Does that mean you only work on celebrities or that you are a... Uh, <laughs> do, the, do the celebrities a have a different genome than the rest of us? Because yeah. I'd be interested in knowing that if it is true. Yeah, he's genetically programmed himself to only have gene structures that uh, follow along with those who are celebrities. Hmm. Oh, okay. I thought he might study celebrities instead of humans uh, i think he is a geneticist <laughs> who has achieved some level of fame and that fame has been pointed out by celebrities of various things he's from oh. harvard yeah. harvard educated harvard, yes. uh, so anyway uh, well, he took one thing you're guaranteed to get at, co- at harvard is a lot of good political connections indeed mm-hmm. Uh, he took two doses a week apart earlier this month. The doses were dropped in his mailbox, and he mixed, safe. he mixed the ingredients himself. So it sounds like cocktail hour at Mr. Church's house. Uh, Church says he has not stepped outside his house in five months, but he believes... <laughs> he, wow! But, My God. but he believes the vaccine designed by Estep, his former graduate student at Harvard... <laughs> He doesn't have the balls and, to set set foot outside his uh, his uh, his 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 home. But he'll chug some but drugs. But he can say. But he feels perfectly safe chugging <laughs> random chemicals in hopes that they might protect him from My the disease. God. Yeah, I know it's it's pretty ridiculous because the science is settled. 
I'm uh, surprised he went all the way to his mailbox. I mean, whew, the he, risks. He believes this is extremely safe. Here's his quote. I think we are at much bigger risk from COVID, <laughs> considering how many ways you can get it and how highly oh variable God. the consequences are, he says. Even if you're locked in your house by yourself, you can catch it from... People have gotten this I don't know. Um, being at home. That's true, yeah. In quarantine. They're like Suddenly they, they've got the COVID. How did they get it? Nobody knows. Well, then it's not a communicable disease. It's, it's something different. Well, well I who mean, knows how? Yeah, it could just be airborne, and we don't know it, right? You know, uh, uh, he, the U.S. CDC recently reported that as many as one third of patients who test positive for COVID nineteen but are never hospitalized battle symptoms for weeks or even months after contracting the virus. I think that people are highly underestimating this disease. Church says. Harmless as the experimental vaccine. I know it because be. I've been locked up in my house for five months, and, and I've been taking on all the information from inside of my home about what's going on. Not to mention a DIY like from vaccine. the media. <laughs> Harmless as the experimental <laughs> vaccine may be, whether it will protect anyone who takes it is another question. And the independent researchers who are making and sharing it might be stepping onto thin legal ice. Well, don't worry. I'm sure the government won't do anything about it because these people are celebrities. Well, uh, I mean, we'll see. Uh, The group calling itself the Rapid Deployment Vaccine Collaborative or RADVAC. Hey, tubular. (laughs) Sounds like a like awesome dude. Remember when they came up with extreme sports? Yeah. This is extreme science. You do you you do the experiments by shooting yourself up with random chemicals and seeing what happens. You guys ever see uh, National Lampoon's? Uh, oh, what was it called? Uh, Altered Reality, I think, was the name of it. Oh, no, sounds they, cool though. They, they did a whole a whole. It's a movie, but it basically contains what they call failed pilots for TV shows that never made it on the oh. air. And and they aren't really. I mean, it's it's all fiction, right? Uh-huh. But it's it's pretty good. Uh, they do one. So it's like almost like a Kentucky Fried movie, where it's a bunch of different stuff thrown, thrown yes, together. Yes, yes. It's a bunch of different pilots, you know, put in there, and some of them are, are insanely hilarious. Like the one called "Take That Drug," <laughs> and it's just contestants sitting around a coffee table filled with drugs, and they basically just try to do one more drug than the last guy did. <laughs> and, okay, I'm going to do four of those red ones. I'm going to do two lines of coke. I'm going to chug this shot. And then I'm going to inject some heroin. You know? Oh yeah, well I can one up that. Right, the next contestant comes on. Right? <laughs> That's what this sounds like: extreme mm. drug taking, competitive drug taking, even. Yes. Anyway, uh, RADVAC, the Rapid Deployment Vaccine Collaborative, formed in March. That's when ESTEP sent an email to a circle of acquaintances noting that U.S. government experts were predicting a vaccine in 12 to 18 months and wondering if a do-it-yourself project could move faster. He believed there was already sufficient information published about the virus to guide an independent project. Because the science is settled. On on one hand, you know, these guys are... thinking, okay, well, the government says, and it's going to take this long. You know, we could speed this thing up if we just circumvent the government a little bit. Right. Right. Uh, So Estep says he quickly gathered volunteers, many of whom had worked previously with the Personal Genome Project, PGP, an open science initiative founded in 2005 at Church's Lab to sequence people's DNA and post the results online. 
We established a core group, most of them from my go-to posse for citizen science, though we have never done anything quite like this, says Estep, who's also a co-founder of Veritas Genetics, a DNA sequencing company. You must not take hydrochloricin, however, because it has not been tested in a double-blind study. The science is settled. The science is settled. 855-453. We've got more Free Talk Live coming up. Remember when you first heard about Bitcoin? How long did it take you to realize this little project would soon change the world? Do you kind of wish you had gotten involved sooner? Well, now is your chance to be part of the next revolution in money. Intercoin is working to finally make crypto go mainstream. It's designed to be scalable enough to support everyday payments and even elections without the state. Bitcoin was originally supposed to be a peer-to-peer cash system, the way we would all pay one another without having to trust any third party. But instead, over time, it mostly became a store of value. That's because every 10 minutes, the Bitcoin network must put all transactions into a block. And that block can only hold so much. If crypto is to become mainstream, for everyone to use it in everyday payments, we need a new architecture. One that's as secure as Bitcoin, while being far more scalable. Check out intercoin.org to find out more, and maybe... Pick up some of those coins for yourself. Free Talk Live. And welcome back, everybody. This is Free Talk Live. Our toll-free number here, of course, is 855-450-3733. That's 855-450-FREE, like freedom. Are you tired of waiting for drug manufacturers to wade through government bureaucracy and uh, determine liability of these companies, whether or not they'll have any, uh, while waiting for a coronavirus vaccine? Well, wait no longer, because apparently there's a DIY vaccine in the works. That's what we've been talking about here every Talk Live. Yes, now with some simple ingredients through mail order, you can spin your own cocktail of COVID vaccine. And well, it's no yourself. less crazy than waiting for the big mega corporations to throw something in your arm either. I mean, it's, th- it's pretty crazy either way you slice it. Well, the good news is if you buy a random chemical on the on the Internet and shoot it up, then the company <laughs> will be liable for what happens to you. But if you if you uh, wait for them to force you to take the chemical then they will not be liable for what happens to you. I don't think they're going to be liable if you shoot up random chemicals because there's that federal warning that appears on all of them that you're uh-huh. not supposed to use it in a way not described on the label. Um, but, you know, then again, if somebody sells you cocaine over the, uh, over the Internet, then they are strictly liable. If you use that and you die, mm. it's their fault. Even if they label it, do not snort. so uh to come up with a vaccine design this group dug through reports of vaccines against sars and mers two other diseases which were caused by coronaviruses uh 
because the group was working with borrowed labs, mail order ingredients, and etc., mm-hmm. they wouldn't make anything too complicated. The goal was to find a simple formula that you could make with readily available materials, Estep says. I wonder if they read the uh, the study by Dr. Dr. Creepy um, mm-hmm. that that said that uh, hydrochloroquine was a great def- both defense against and uh, treatment of SARS. The Didn't... same guy who says that we cannot be trusted to take hydrochloroquine mm-hmm. without a double blind study did a double-blind study on hydrochloroquine and found it was effective against SARS and then decided that we must be forcibly prevented from taking it while being forced to take the untested vaccine that hasn't even been invented yet. But he already knows that we must be forced to take it. Uh, Estep says that the the only equipment he needed... Uh, outside of the mail order ingredients, was a pipette, which is a tool to move small amounts of liquid, and a magnetic stirring device. I assume one of those. Uh, uh. Uh, I'm trying to remember what they're called now. The word escapes me. So usually, uh, the strange thing is he was snorting it, and usually you do that with a. You just cut it up with a razor blade on a mirror, and then you get a straw. And you just snort it up. Yeah, this was more like the uh, the nasal. You know what I mean? The squeezable. Uh, you know, nose medicine. That's still snorting. It is. <laughs> so he got a hold of this rudimentary equipment uh, in early July, where Radvac posted a white paper detailing its vaccine for anyone to copy. Mm-hmm. So you too can manufacture your own vaccine at home. There are four authors named on the document, as well as a dozen initials of participants who remain anonymous. Some in order to avoid media attention, and others because they are foreigners in the U.S. here on visas. The Radvac vaccine is what's called a subunit vaccine because it consists of fragments of the pathogen. In this case, peptides, which are essentially short bits of protein that match part of the coronavirus but can't cause the disease on their own. So, is the science settled on that? Yes, the science is settled. Subunit I vaccine. can't remember what you said, but the, all the science is settled. Now. <laughs> you know, when they make a vaccine out of uh, subparticles of the actual thing that that's trying to. Oh, then it can't harm you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, subunit vaccines already exist for other diseases, such as hepatitis B and uh, the human uh, papilloma virus. Some companies are also developing subunits for COVID-19, including Novavax, a biotech company that this month secured $1.6 billion from Operation Warp Speed. Operation Warp Speed? Warp Speed, yes. That's yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the- because they learned medicine from Dr. Bones on, uh, <laughs> Star, on Trek. Star Trek, who could it, cure any disease in 45 minutes with no double-blind testing. No worry. If the first guy gets better, everybody will get better. The science is settled. Damn it, Jim. I'm an engineer, not a doctor. The science. (laughs) To administer the vaccine, the Radvac group settled on mixing the peptides with Cheeto-san. (laughs) Cheeto-san. Isn't that President Trump from uh, called by (laughs) by? Isn't that what the Japanese called President Trump? Cheeto-san. Yes. (laughs) Cheeto-san. Yes, Cheeto-san. We thank you. That's President Trump's uh, samurai name, Cheeto-san. 
<laughs> uh, Cheetosan is a substance made from shrimp shells, if you must know, uh, which coats the peptides in a nanoparticle able to pass the mucous membrane. This is why it's inhaled or snorted, mm. if you will. Uh, Alex Hoekstra, Hoekstra a, data analyst, a data analyst with the training in molecular biology who previously volunteered on the PGP staff who also squirted the vaccine up his nose, describes the sensation as... Like getting saline up your nose. It's not the world's most comfortable feeling. You ever put salt water up your nose? Uh, not intentionally. Okay. Uh, does I put some things up my nose that I just random things I ordered off the internet, though. I'm, it hasn't killed me yet. I've been so it told, can't kill me. The science is settled. I've been told that uh, sometimes when people do put like you know powdered drugs and that kind of thing up their nose that uh, it is beneficial to them to just uh, you know hit their nasal passages with some salt water really I'm, I'm i'm i've been told this so i've been told well then the science is settled i guess so uh, a nasal vaccine is easier to administer than one which must be injected and, in Church's opinion, is an overlooked option in the COVID-19 vaccine race. He says only five out of about 199 COVID vaccines listed in development use nasal delivery, mm. even though some research thinks it's the best approach. This makes me remember uh, Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five. But Either up nice. your nose or through your vein with nothing to gain except killing your brain. Connected to our <laughs> I love that song. It's both a pro and anti-drug song. It, mm. it, it can be. I mean, it's clearly an anti-drug song in terms of, I mean, it's. It's unambiguous to say, don't do not do it, do it, do it, baby, baby. They, that's, that's subtle science, what that means. We're talking early audio sampling there, where they, they actually take a, a sample of somebody going, and then use that sample throughout the song, right, as like part mm-hmm. of the beat, like, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> so anyway... That's one word, by the way. It's so and anyway, but now it's just so anyway. That's a portmanteau. Oh, oh, oh. Portmanteau I invented. Uh, a vaccine delivered into the nose could create what's called mucosal immunity or immune cells present in the tissues of the airway. Such local immunity may be an important defense against SARS-CoV-2, which I guess is the coronavirus. But unlike antibodies that appear in the blood where they are easily detected, signs of mucosal immunity might require a biopsy to identify. They do show some photos of a guy that kind of looks like he's getting high, snorting up something. He's very smiley by the end of the thing. Does he go all Cronenberg? <laughs> does, he, does he turn into an amorphous blob of flesh? Doesn't look like it, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and his, but his name is Don Wang, so there you go. His name is Don Juan? Wang. Don Wang. Wang, yes, Wang. Wow. Yep. Don Wang. That sounds like a very dangerous gangster. <laughs> a, a wangster, if you will. Indeed. Uh, George Cyber, the former head of vaccines at Wyeth, says he told Estep that short, simple peptides often don't lead to much of an immune response. Moreover, Cyber says he doesn't know of any subunit vaccine delivered nasally, and he questions whether it would be potent enough to have any effect. My white lines go a long way. Are you saying these scientists are disagreeing on something? It sounds that way. How can the science be settled? It doesn't appear to be settled. 855-450 free. We've got more of this coming up.
Welcome back to Free Talk Live. The live radio call-in talk show where you can talk about whatever you like. Our toll-free number is 855-450-3733 or 855-450-FREE. Like freedom. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Ian. And nobody. And do you want more businesses accepting Bitcoin Cash and Dash? I know I do. Now with AnyPay, you can earn passive income for every purchase at those businesses. Finally, a financial incentive to spread Bitcoin Cash and Dash. You made it happen, so you receive the rewards. Just download the AnyPay Cash Register app, then add your cryptocurrency wallet addresses. Then install the cash register at a real-life business and tell us what you did at AnyPayInc.com. That's AnyPayInc.com, and you will be rewarded for the Bitcoin Cash and Dash transactions at that business. It's a pretty unique program. I don't know of anybody else doing that with that kind of incentive. Uh, you could make some serious side coin, no pun intended, or pun mm. intended, depending on how you look at it, I guess. Uh, you know, if you do really well, who knows? You could make it a full-time gig. It's all up to you. Anyway, we've been talking about how... I'd say that's optimistic. <laughs> mm. It'll take a while before uh, that program could possibly pay uh, anybody I, to pay. I know some really motivated salespeople. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there has to be a customer base. There has to be people willing to spend crypto before you're going to get paid. So, I mean, you got to set them up before people can come in and buy things, but it's a well, long you process. you got to be a Downer on the I'm potential. I'm just trying to be a realist. The potential, man. That's all. Just trying to be realistic. Be, be careful there. Yeah, you get thank hurt. you. Okay. <laughs> that actually hurt less than it should Radio have. studio is a dangerous place. Where <laughs> I don't want to have to, you know, we don't want to have to get some sort of, you know, voluntary this ambulance over here. This is quite unforgiving. It is very well made. All right. Mm. Just concerned about your health, bro. Just Thanks. concerned about your health. Uh, so we've been talking about uh, these guys, these scientists who have... Concocted their own version of a COVID vaccine because, well, they didn't want to wait. They're impatient bastards, uh, and so they went. Right, ahead. this guy wants to get out of his house. He's been in there for five, five months. months. He says he hasn't left. He's too cowardly to leave his house, but he's willing to snort random virus parts <laughs> off the internet. That's right. Yep. Because that's what happens to you when you lock yourself at home for five months. You start getting a little weird. I guess if I thought I had to snort random virus parts to leave my house, I would take the risk. Well, but apparently you can I just mean, order that. Apparently, if you go outside, you're snorting random virus parts anyway. So why not just go outside and snort the natural virus? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a great question. If only the natural science, things can't harm you. If only the science, the science on that is settled. We're settled. <laughs> When Estep reached out to him earlier this year, Cyber also wanted to know if the team had considered a dangerous side effect called enhancement, in which a vaccine can actually worsen the disease. It's not the best idea, especially in this case. You could make things worse, Cyber says of the effort. But it's okay to make it worse if it's really bad to begin with. Well, and aren't the other... People are just underestimating how bad this disease is. Some diseases are so bad that you have to make them worse. That's true. And apparently the uh, the other company that is getting the immunity from prosecution uh, also hasn't considered any of this. So uh, I feel like these are two groups. They've considered it. They won't even give us the stuff if we don't make them completely irresponsible for what it does. Right. 
so he isn't the only skeptic. Arthur Kaplan, a bioethicist at New York University uh, Medical Center, who saw the white paper pans Radovac as an off-the-charts loony organization. In an email, Kaplan says he sees no leeway for self-experimentation given the importance of quality control with vaccines. Instead, he thinks there's a high potential for harm and ill-founded enthusiasm. So you've got scientists who are like in these big labs that are saying these independent scientists are trouble and they need to settle down. He's a conspiracy right. theorist. If they call it a vaccine, it can't possibly hurt you. The science is settled. <laughs> By the way, I just came across this story uh, since we're talking about the coronavirus uh-huh. and all that. There's a 101-year-old woman who's uh, made a headline here in the Washington Post, who survived COVID-19. She's 100-plus years old. and what, A century goes yeah. by. And she actually apparently survived quite a, quite a bit in her 100-plus years. Well, yeah, she probably drank water from the hose. Indeed. Uh, and it says oh, that, and uh, some of those hoses are dirty hoses. In hose May, <laughs> she felt sick for a few days and had a spiking fever. She went to the hospital. She was tested for the novel coronavirus. Test came back positive, but by then she was feeling better. Wow! So she just got over it, just like ninety nine percent of the people who get it. I don't know if it's ninety nine percent at the age of one hundred, but no, I mean, but she's I mean, fine. The, re- the recovery rate is incredibly yeah. high. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, on a somewhat related note, I was out doing some shopping and I went into a place uh, without a mask. And while I was walking towards the place, out walks a man who I can only guess is approaching the century mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the oldest persons I've seen. He had a bit of a cane and uh, he was smiling, having a great day. He had just come out, a little bag of something or another. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looks at me and he gives me the thumbs up. He was also unmasked. Yay! Good for him. I went to a store today where the cashier, she was pretty, and she wasn't wearing a mask. And I was so happy. I'm not going to say where on the radio, but I'll tell you guys uh, during the station break so we can go there. Okay, cool. Um, Because I like to go see a pretty girl's face. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, man. I mean, like... I miss that. (laughs) It's like when you're talking to people with the masks on, you can't get half of what they're saying, or at least... No. It's kind of like talking only in text. You can't infer, you know, the the right... uh, I don't know, feelings that, that are What they there. need is a mask that fits like yoga pants so you can read their lips. <laughs> I, uh, I'm walking into the bank. I had an experience, like uh, a frustrating experience with these masks today. Of yeah. course, I'm not wearing a mask, and I have not. Okay. Uh, but I walked into a bank in Hillsborough, New Hampshire, and one of the women said something like, you know, welcome, blah, 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 come on over, or whatever. And I wasn't sure which one of them said it, because there's three women. <laughs> right. They're two all wearing masks. One of them had a customer, so I'm pretty sure it wasn't the one with the customer, but the other two was just sitting there, and I I'm like, was it you? I, I don't know which one of you said that. Yeah. I wonder if uh, people who That's throw because their... because they're ventriloquists. Right. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if people who throw their voice are having a much easier time with this. Mm. <laughs> Can you imagine Jeff Dunham <laughs> with his ventriloquist dummies? But now he's got a mask on, so you couldn't tell whether or not his lips were moving anyway. The science is settled. <laughs> yeah, not as impressive. Silence. Not I kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right, so anyway, uh, this guy Church disagrees, saying that he thinks the vaccine's simple formulation means it's probably safe. (laughs) Probably. Wow. I think the bigger risk is that it's ineffective, he says. 
Uh, so far, the group can't say if their vaccine works or not. Does that mean he's not going to leave his house for another five minute, months just in case? This was a different guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so far, the group says they can't say if their vaccine works or not. They haven't published results showing that the vaccine... Well, if the mega, mega manufacturers are not going to be able to say after they've dosed 100 plus million people with it, certainly these guys won't know. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, you know. It's just a religious belief. They just want to inject, inject something in their veins. They know something they think about science, and so they're just going to believe that it does what it, they Here, think it's going to do. Here, try it. What's the worst that can happen? Cronenberg Earth! <laughs> 855-450-FREE. We've got more Free Talk Live coming right up. Do you want more businesses accepting Bitcoin Cash and Dash? Now with any pay, you earn passive income for every purchase at those businesses. Finally, a financial incentive to spread Bitcoin Cash and Dash. You made it happen, so you get the rewards. Download the AnyPay Cash Register app and add your cryptocurrency wallet addresses. Then install it at a real-life business and tell us what you did at AnyPayInc.com. AnyPayInc.com. Welcome back to Free Talk Live, everybody. Free Talk Live, as you may not or may know, is a live call-in talk radio program that's also streamed on the internet and some satellites, where you could call in and take control of the airwaves to talk about anything you like. That's why it's called Free Talk Live. We only ask uh, for you to abide by a couple of rules, which is the, uh, you know, stay away from the FCC's list of bad words. Uh, and otherwise, you are free to converse as you see fit. Our toll-free but number. But don't talk about the science because that's settled. So I've been told repeatedly. Our toll-free number, of course, is eight five five four five zero three seven three three. You can also get us on our Discord channel at discord.lrn.fm. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Hey, it's Ian. And me, nobody. Me, nobody. I thought you were talking like a caveman or something. Me. Me nobody, Eugene. <laughs> no, I, I'm not Jane. Eugene. <laughs> I am no Jane. <laughs> Everybody Jane. Uh, the science is settled. The You're science Jane is now, settled. son. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. I mean, uh, little Missy. We've been talking about this article from MIT Technology Review uh, about a group of scientists who've uh, decided that they wanted to take it upon themselves to attempt to make a DIY COVID-19 vaccine. Those zany guys. Uh, and so... I They're just, always mixing up some concoction yeah, and shooting it up their arms the, the or in their nose. The most, um, I don't know, the most agreeable thing, I guess, to me about this whole article is how they've decided and how they've been avoiding the government. Well, they didn't ask permission, and that is right. the one thing yeah, that is right. you know agreeable. Uh, but by dis- and if they die, then they've removed themselves from the gene pool, and that's yep. also a bright side of this. <laughs> Indeed, uh, by as dis- geneticists, they should be very aware of this. They should. <laughs> you would you would hope uh, by distributing directions and even supplies for a vaccine, though, as the Radvat Group is operating in a legal gray area. 
The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, requires authorization to test novel drugs in the form of an investigational new drug approval. But the RADVAC group did not ask the agency's permission, nor did it get any ethics board to sign off on the plan. Estet believes RADVAC is not subject to oversight because the group's members mix up and administer the vaccine themselves mm. and no money changes hands. If you're just making it and taking it yourself, the FDA cannot stop you, says Estep. Excellent. Is that true of crystal meth, too? <laughs> well, that would be the DEA. Right, that not the FDA. You. Yeah, the mm. FDA wouldn't care. The DEA might. The FDA did not immediately respond to questions about the legality of the vaccine because they were like, oh, I don't know. Leave it to the FDA to not know. Estep says the group did seek legal advice, and its white paper begins with extensive disclaimers. Well, we know that it wouldn't be legal. I mean, as far as the legality of the vaccine, it's it's legal as they described if if what they're saying is true. And I, I suspect it is that if you're cooking up your own little uh, solution in your own kitchen, doing it by yourself and administering it to yourself, that's just a private experiment on yourself. But if you want that to be a legal vaccine for other people to take as in like you're going to manufacture it, then they're going to require all manner of uh, right. you know, hoop jumping. Right. Uh, so they, the white paper begins with disclaimers, including a statement that anyone who uses the group's materials takes, quote, full responsibility, unquote, and must be at least 18 years old. Among those who Estep says advised the group is Michelle Meyer, a lawyer and ethics researcher at Geisinger Health System in New York. An email, or in an email, Meyer declined to comment. Given the international attention <laughs> on COVID-19 vaccines and the high political stakes surrounding the crisis, crisis, the RADVAC group could nevertheless find itself under scrutiny by regulators. <gasps> what the FDA really wants to crack down on is anything big which makes claims or makes money, and this is none of those, says Church. As soon as we do any of those things, they mm -hmm. would justifiably crack down. Also, things that get attention, but we haven't had any so far well i mean the good news is they can't make the claim that it cures anything or prevents anything because they can't tell right they don't have enough of a sample size so all they can really do is say i believe this may do xyz or whatever and right. then here's how you can try it yourself yeah it's kind of like putting a recipe online yeah Right. If you take all, you know, and you go yourself and get all the ingredients from wherever you, you know, your local ingredient supply store and, uh, you know, cook them up yourself and then inject yourself. I don't think there's any legality around that. It's kind of like uh, oh, Defense Distributed's Ghost Gunner. Mm -hmm. Right. Or yeah. they, they just release the information on how to do a thing. You put it together. You put it together yourself and thereby you circumvent why a whole bunch of bureaucratic nonsense, mm -hmm. which... I guess is my favorite part of this story. Wow. That's looking on the bright side. Yeah, the rest of it is, I mean, how crazy do you have to be to attempt to uh, concoct your own Crazy enough to stay at home virus. and abject fear of going outside for five months straight. He's still staying home. He hasn't left his house. So it appears. How many people do you know like that? Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, don't know. I know a lot of people I haven't seen in five months, but I don't wow. know why I haven't seen them. You know, I was just noting, I, I was driving outside uh, a little while ago, right before the show, and it was rush hour, like, while I was out there, and mm -hmm. there was almost no cars on the road. So, even though I've, I've felt like there's been a lot more people coming out, 
there sure should have been. I felt like there should have been more people out there today. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Well, more than there have been can still be less than there was. That's true. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, I wanted to make mention real quick that from uh, mid-March to mid-July, Divi, the new easy-to-use cryptocurrency that we've been promoting here on Free Talk Live, increased in value over 10 times. Nothing is stopping Divi from increasing exponentially again, and, in fact, that is their goal. Divi's price jumped 10 times in correlation with the release of their beta wallet. Will Divi go up further when their wallet is fully released? I don't know, but at Free Talk Live, we're happy with our decision to hook up with Divi a year ago. You can go to DiviProject.org and begin earning Divi by starting a masternode or staking Divi. They have a lottery for people who stake the coin, too. Opportunity is knocked every day here on Free Talk Live since last September. Will you answer? DiviProject.org. D-I-V-I Project.org. Um, you guys know that I like music. I spent quite a bit of time you know, doing musical things in my life. I still do them from time to time. And since we've been talking about the coronavirus, I wanted to touch on this article from BBC News. Maybe you should do a do a concert. Uh, they did, and to test whether uh, whether music makes you immune to the coronavirus, mm. and you should then be exempt from the laws, right? Because you're just testing it. The science is settled. It's the science is settled. You're just testing it. Uh, this headline: <laughs> coronavirus. Is this a way of getting festivals going again? <laughs> I hate headlines these days. I really do too. Uh, and this damn clickbait stuff. Yeah, this thing is uh, w- what I'm about to read is disheartening to me on so many levels because I, I love live music. I love live performance, uh, stand-up comedy, particularly. You know these types of things. I'm not really big into theater, but you know I, I like a good production. You know, I've seen some plays and that kind of thing. Did you ever go to any uh, like multi-day rock festivals? Oh yeah, yeah, I love those. Yeah, uh, do you ever go to strip clubs? Not since I've been in New Hampshire. But 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 other places yes. you have? Yes, I've frequented those establishments. If, if we could bring in a, a troop of like strippers for for one night, would you be interested in going to a strip party? Yes. Nice. I think that might be a great idea. If you know any unemployed strippers in the Boston or New Hampshire area who want to work, have them give me a call. Get a hold of nobody. Nobody cares. So this article from BBC.com talks about coronavirus testing being your ticket to all of the biggest concerts and festivals. You want to have fun again? Get your vaccine. I'll have yeah. more fun having a concert with with no regulation. Make I sure think you've that's got your uh, your vaccine badge ready to display prominently to gain entry. Eight fifty five four fifty free. We've got more free talk live. Never trust a man with two first names, they say. I don't know who they are or why they say it, but they do say it. If you're confused, yes, this is Free Talk Live, the live call-in radio show where you can take control of the airwaves. What is it if I'm not confused? It's still Free Talk Live, the live call-in radio show where you can take control of the airwaves. Our toll-free number here, of course, is 855 
450-3733 or 855-450-FREE, as in freedom. You can also get us on our Discord channel over at discord.lrn.fm, where you can sound almost as if you are sitting here with us in the studio. And us in the studio comprised of tonight, it's... It's Ian. And nobody. And then me. Me, Captain. You, Captain. Me, Captain. Me, Jane. Me, Captain. Me, Me talk show. Me, radio. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before, or previously, on Free Talk Live, we were talking about uh, coronavirus. Is this a way of getting festivals going again? The man with two first names, Melvin Ben. What a Melvin. Melvin Ben. Melvin, how you been? What's my last name? Do you want to make fun of me? Melvin Ben, managing director of Festival Republic, wants to link his events with compulsory coronavirus testing. I don't want to go to his events. <laughs> right? Uh, there's a, a little photo caption here, and it says, If you're missing festivals, the boss of Reading and Leeds and Wireless Reckons, he has a solution to make sure they go ahead as normal. So normal. In 2021. (laughs) Put simply, a negative COVID-19 test would be the key to getting you into a show. Right. So now everybody who wants to go to a festival, which tends to be, I'm just going to go out on a limb here, having been to a few of them in my time, tends to be the younger crowd. A festival. Uh, They tend to not be like planners. You know, mm-hmm. like, hey, mm-hmm. guys, there's a party this weekend. Let's go. You know, that's how a lot of it Spontaneity, is. Spontaneity, right? right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, some people plan it out. Right? Sure. Like if you got to travel, you got to get tickets in advance. But there's a, a bunch of them who are just going to hit the road. They're going to show up. Oh, wait, now you got to have a COVID test. Well, you can't just get that on the spot, right? So you've got to have a plan in place to make sure you've gotten the COVID test well in advance and gotten your results well in advance. You can then present those at the gate or whatever, or maybe you have to present it when you buy the ticket. Maybe they won't even let you present it at the gate. So it's going to change the uh, the attendees. Yeah. What is the uh, what is the expiry on the COVID test? Good question. You know, what if you test negative for it a month ago, but then you catch it? But you can't you... catch it between taking the test and going to the festival. The science is settled. The science is settled okay. on. Who would have guessed? <laughs> Nobody would have guessed. That's for sure. Nobody would have guessed. So the author notes that this idea would indeed require considerable buy-in from government and scientists. <laughs> he argues social distancing doesn't work at festivals because they need to be full houses in order to make them economically viable. Yes. Uh, if you're just tuning in and you've never heard me speak of this before, government's overreaction to the coronavirus by shutting everything down is directly responsible for killing live performance of any kind. With the exception of maybe like a drive-in concert, right? Mm. So they, we've seen some of this like being experimented with. Uh, they haven't gone horribly well. <laughs> Have they not? No. The The next one coming up anywhere near here is uh, uh, apparently Jim Brewer is coming to town. The stand-up comedian, also known as Goat Boy. He was on Saturday Night when Live. When is that? I thought that was this uh, weekend. It's in, no, it's in like September. Oh, uh, okay. So it's like a month away. But they're doing a drive-in. Yeah, the only thing worse than a drive-in uh, concert, drive-in stand-up comedy. 
You know, I have to wonder what is the security situation like at these drive-in events because, you know, normally at a concert you got the big burly security agents at the at the stage, right, to try to prevent drunk people from getting up there and like, you know, attacking the or yeah. jumping on the stage uh, diving or whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. uh and so what's it like at a drive-in show are they going to have the big security dudes walking around to make sure you stay in your spot what if i see you over a few spots over captain and i want to go hang out with you I what think if we I, should go and find out. Well, I don't know if I'm willing to pay 100 bucks for the privilege. It's $100 tickets. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they start at 100 bucks. Yeah. Mm. So, and that's for the like way way back parking space. And now that, I think it's like you get five people in your up to five people yeah, in your you car. Do, yeah. So that would be uh, 20 bucks each. Yeah. Yeah. I'd pay 20 bucks to go to a concert even if it might be bad because even if it's bad I can come back and report on how bad it was. But I don't know if true. I also want to support that business model either. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, but uh, <laughs> generally, I would say I don't want to. Just but I wouldn't even. I don't know if I would even want to just for the experiment's sake. See, I would want to go on the off chance that they're just going to completely ignore the social distancing rules, which is not impossible. It's possible. That I was mean, that would be my curiosity. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, I don't. Or mm. what they will do to me if I do. Right. Am I willing to bet 20 bucks they won't throw me out? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I might be. Mm, that's something Depends to Depends on who's coming. The science is not settled on this. The science is not settled. Yes. I think I need to snort some of this and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> science. Uh, Mr. Melvin Ben argues uh, social distancing doesn't work at festivals. He says without capacity at full, it's impossible for us to operate our businesses. Well, it's also not fun. No. It's okay. Not, yeah. You can't go to a festival and be close to people and, oh, I don't know, talk to them or do other things with them uh, at the festival, then it's not fun. Yeah. As a heavy metal guy, one of the most fun things in the world that I've ever participated in is something known as a slam dancing or a mosh pit, if you will, the circle, right? That kind of a thing. Uh, I don't, you know, do that anymore. But as a youth, oh my gosh, that was a great release of, mm-hmm. you know, all sorts of energy and like, you know, if you had, you know, anything you're angry about or whatever, you want to just get some energy out. It was great. It's a voluntary thing, you know. Uh, the, you know, the tales of being trampled and whatnot are far exaggerated. I've seen more people help people out in the mosh pit yeah. than I have actually hurt anybody. Um, but yeah, those things are all dead. All these cultural things are dead. Dead. D-E-A-D. Dead. They don't exist. They haven't existed since, what, March? Well, they don't exist until somebody is metal enough to say, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a concert. I don't care about your rules. Right. Come and stop me if you have the balls. Well, apparently Great White did that recently in, um, where was it, North Dakota or something like that. There was We covered this story. They, yep. I don't know if they're that metal of a band, but they at least were metal enough. To they were metal enough to show yeah. up and say, screw you, yes. I'm doing a concert. That's yep. right. And there were a bunch of people there having a great time. There was no social distancing and almost nobody with uh, with masks on, and it was fantastic. Yeah. I don't nice. like their music, but they, they did that, and I respect them That's, for it impressive yeah how much would we have to pay them to come here i don't know probably you don't need to pay somebody else you're looking at a guy who has also performed a concert within the last two months i'll bet it Uh, drew fewer people than the great white show probably okay but it wasn't as well promoted 
Um, you know what? I got an interesting. So we're talking about festivals. There's an interesting statement here from Jessica Love, who uh, listeners have probably heard her on this show on occasion over the years. We've interviewed mm-hmm. her. She's uh, adorable from, from time to time. She's a regular festival goer. She goes to a lot of the sort of the New England festival scene and, and such. And she reported recently on what she described as the wildest festival she's ever been to. So apparently somebody else threw a festival besides Fork Fest, which also happened this summer. Very nice. Um, and she went to this more no, of this please here's what she described it as no rules no security all spontaneous order dozens of tanks going off all day and night and i don't think that's the kind of tank that you know shoots people that's it's, the tanks we get probably the uh co2 uh tanks or something like that anyway nitrous uh, tanks. more likely nitrous oxide right, than CO2. Yeah, nitrous right. oxide. Yeah. uh so she says the tanks going off nudity orgies animated porn on the screen ods as in overdoses non-consensual touching she says, I spent yesterday sitting at the gate with my friend that invited me and saw it all. So it sounds like people are being repressed, right? More so than normal. And so that is manifesting itself yes. in an underground festival, perhaps scene, or at the very least this one, where even more like dangerous uh, human interactions are happening than normally would at a uh, festival. It's kind of interesting how that uh, that happens. Yeah, well, and we've learned that lesson from Prohibition. As soon as right. you drive something you know, out of the, you know, you make it illegal, what was otherwise legal before. It, you, In this case, simply being with people. Th- yeah, just partying, having yeah. fun yeah. You know, with other people. Not You can't have fun here. Well, apparently they did. This is what happens. They did have some fun. In fact, maybe a little bit too much. So I just thought it was interesting that that's what's manifesting right now yes. out of this. Agreed. Uh, have you been to any festivals where you've been able to be in close contact with tens, hundreds of people, perhaps? Have you seen any concerts recently? If so, what was it like? 855-450-FREE. We've got your calls and your thoughts and more coming up. This is Free Talk Live. News from Bitcoin.com. Twitter hacked. Bitcoin blamed. NASCAR driver Bubba Wallace will soon have a Bitcoin logo on his car. Banks will make $18 billion in fees on COVID-19 relief funds. Bitcoin Cash still lets you control your own money. PayPal confirms it's developing cryptocurrency capabilities while still shutting down accounts of crypto users. Bitcoin.com is your source for getting started with cryptocurrencies, getting a wallet, buying Bitcoin Cash, mining, and all the latest cryptocurrency news at news.bitcoin.com. Subscribe to their channel on YouTube. Yes, it is Free Talk Live. Our toll-free number here is 855-450-3733 or 855-450-FREE. Like freedom. With you in the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Ian. And nobody. And just as the internet is a global network that connects local networks, Intercoin is a global currency platform that enables communities around the world to issue and manage their own currency to circulate amongst their local population. Intercoin enables fintech innovation on the local community level, leading to stronger communities, greater sustainability, less poverty, and more productivity. Intercoin is attempting to regain some of our freedoms that are threatened on the internet and in meat space. 
We think that's important here on Free Talk Live. So important that Free Talk Live accepted $40,000 worth of Intercoin tokens from Intercoin Inc. in exchange for advertising. If you think freedom is important too, check out Intercoin at intercoin.org. You can invest in this project and potentially make big gains or just be involved and perhaps shape its future. Intercoin.org. Now, we were talking about this idea that a uh, negative COVID test uh, could be your ticket to all of the greatest festivals and concerts in 2021. And we could talk more about that. I'd be much more interested in having people test for STDs at a festival. <laughs> right. <laughs> But first, uh, let's do what your we risk do. risk is much higher with the, Let's do what we do like here that. on Free Talk Live, and let's go to some of your calls and your thoughts. We have Bonnie in San Antonio. Bonnie, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey. Um, so I hate to call in, like, disagreeing with something that you guys said, because, like, I'm a libertarian, and I've been a libertarian since 2016. Mm-hmm. I pretty much agree with, like, everything you guys said or say, but... Hmm. The other day, Gene, the Christian anarchist, called, and it was Ian, the captain, and Mark, Mm -hmm. and he was saying, like, let's not ruin Jeffrey Epstein's life or whatever, calling him a pedophile, because the dictionary definition of a pedophile is somebody like prepubescent. And I just, I was kind of triggered by the stuff you guys were saying about that. Um, in, in what way? I hate that word, but, um, well, Trigger. for one thing, I think that you, you can be prepubescent and be older than 14. Um, I know a girl that went to my high school. She didn't get her period until she was 18. Right. Which, yeah. I mean, what we call late bloomers. Yep. And then also just like, I have experience, like I'm 24 now, but I have experience being a 14, 13 year old girl. And just, like, it's so much different. The thought of sex is so much different for a 13-year-old girl than a 13-year-old boy. And I just, like, really... Well, just because of being a girl and just, like, knowing other girls, I know that, like, girls don't, like, just want sex, like, the same way boys do. That's certainly a myth, uh, a very popular myth. I don't know if it's actually true. Yeah. I, I guess I don't understand how you could know what it's like for a boy. Well, most. Oh well, I'm just assuming. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm I assuming I, most boys would like sex at thirteen. I can say for sure that most thirteen-year-old girls, uh, when I was thirteen, uh didn't want sex as much as I did because I kept asking them to have sex with me and they wouldn't do it. Um, <laughs> I had I found a 23-year-old who would, though, yeah. and I'm very grateful that I found her. And anybody who calls her a rapist to my face may feel my well, hand. And correct me, correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong, nobody, but I believe the science is settled in that uh, uh, the science says that uh, women nearing more middle age is when they reach their sexual peak. Well, women do reach their sexual peak later for the most part. And all of right. these things are are averages. Right. Somewhere there's an there's an asexual 18-year-old boy 
who by definition, by being asexual, has absolutely no interest in sex. And somewhere there's a 13-year-old nymphomaniac girl who wants nothing more than to have sex. But averages are, are, are averages. The thing that I don't think that we should do is force people to cons- to conform to the averages of their their race, their gender, right. or even their species. So, yeah, I mean, shouldn't everybody be able to make decisions for themselves? Well, uh, that was another thing I wanted to say, because you guys were saying, like, if it was, like, up to you guys, um, 14-year-olds would be able to make that decision themselves. But I think if, if this was, like, a perfect libertarian world, I mean, people would still, like, have, like, parental control over their children and if somebody was saying oh my child can have sex if they want to and they're 14 i would not do business with that person i would like gag loudly if they were near me i would just i I don't think it makes it morally okay just because it's not illegal all of a sudden Interesting. Well, being being legal actually does have absolutely nothing to do with whether or not it's it's moral. I think you're right. Um, but you pointed out earlier that uh, that 13 year old girls are not the same as 13 year old boys. Um, and and you pointed out that although a 13 year old girl might not, on average, uh, want sex, a 13 year old boy uh, might want sex under the same and and just he wants to have sex because he's a boy and he's full of testosterone so do you think that we should force the boys to live by the girls preferences uh or do you think we should force the girls to live by the boys preferences or do you think that we should let each individual choose for themselves because those are the three options no i don't think so because i don't think that there needs to be like any laws i still think that like the average person agrees and understands that, like, you're literally gross if you're a man having sex with a 13-year-old girl. But honestly, I I don't agree that it's disgusting. I mean, I think it's gross and weird, but I don't think it should be illegal for boys to have. I mean, I don't think there should be laws that's, like, hard to have this conversation. Mm, right, right. But yeah. I don't think it's this, like... I don't think it's as immoral for a, a boy to have sex at that age. Because, like, the thing is... Girls will tell you, like, that they want to have sex with you when they're that age because they want you to love them, and boys just want to have sex. And that's, Hmm. like, I have been a 13-year-old girl. I've had many 13-year-old friends who have had sex and not had sex. Well, it just goes to show that morality is subjective. Well, and that's that's actually what we call daddy issues uh, because the bottom line is, in my experience, a girl who will have sex with you because she wants you to love her is a girl who has not experienced good parenting, especially from her father. Her father has probably been distant. Mm -hmm. She did not feel loved by her father. And so she seeks that love from other adult men, uh, which is not necessarily a good idea because they will tell her that they love her if she will have sex with them. And I think that it's usually those girls that have sex and the rest of them are just like out playing with dolls because they're literally children. See, I, I, I know, I've known people of, of both sorts. I mean, I've had 
I I had a girl reach into my computer and rip the video board out of it because I would not stop working uh, on uh, doing my college homework and come and have sex with her. She was an outlier. I also know that that particular girl was enthusiastically sexually active um, at uh, at a very early age. And that that was what she wanted to be, and she absolutely would not be deterred from that desire. She'll find somebody. And they did her a lot of harm trying to deter her from that desire. So, so to me, uh, to me, what's creepy is if you're having sex with somebody who's only having sex with you because they want you when, but they don't want. They don't want to. They're doing it only because you want to. Then that to me is creepy. No matter who you are, no matter who they are, mm-hmm. and no matter what the situation. Thanks for the call tonight, Bonnie. We do appreciate it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I like the individual choice and consent over everything else. Uh, the law, in my mind, can uh, take a hike. Eight fifty five, four fifty free. We've got more free talk live coming right up. Welcome back to Free Talk Live, everybody. Yes, we are the live radio talk show call-in program where you can talk about whatever's on your mind. You can talk about what we've been talking about. You can talk about what we talked about uh, last week, last year. It doesn't matter. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Ian. And it's nobody. And we were talking about the possibility of using a negative COVID test as your ticket to festivals and fun in 2021. We can continue talking about that. But first, I wanted to say thank you to uh, our amplifier tonight. And his name is Slim. Slim has found our programming compelling enough that he visited amp.freetalklive.com and chose to become an amplifier of this program, which means uh, he donates a bit of money every month to us. Uh, we only ask for five bucks. You can donate more if you want. And that money goes directly to help us get this program on more radio stations and help spread the voice of freedom because Lord knows we could use more of that in this world. So, Slim, thank you. If you would like to become an amplifier, again, visit us at amp.freetalklive.com. Let's just go to more of your calls and your thoughts right off the bat. We have Richard calling from Ithaca, New York. Richard, you're on Free Talk Live. Great topic with that girl. There was a correlation. Danielle Sattel, oh, S-I-T-T-E-L on Google. This guy always calls. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he reads. He reads I think he just yeah. like reads something. That he just he's, reads a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's something about Sattel and blah, blah, his, blah. That's his name, yeah. And right. he promotes his boring yeah. YouTube channel where he just rambles and reads. Is and, he still rambling? I'm sure he is. No, he's no, not rambling. He stopped rambling. Hey, Richard, are you there? It's toxic. Kids shouldn't be singing about these things. And Danielle Sattel, S-I-T-T-E-L. <laughs> What's this guy talking about? Uh, I don't know. He is crazy. We'll, we'll find out. Never. Well, who isn't these days? 
I'm not crazy. <laughs> institution. You're the one who's crazy. <laughs> institutionalized. You're, You're driving, driving me, me crazy. crazy. Institutionalized. <laughs> Just leave me alone. I'll figure it out myself. Anyway, we're talking. All about- I wanted was a Pepsi. She wouldn't give me one. Just, <laughs> Just one <a> Pepsi. Pepsi. <laughs> Please consider donating a Pepsi to Mike. Mike wanted the Pepsi. We were talking about this guy, Melvin Ben. Never trust a man with two first names. Somewhere in the UK. Uh, who had the idea? If you haven't seen Repo Man, go see Repo Man. <laughs> I, I, this has been a public service announcement. Sorry, Captain Carry On. Captain Carry On. Well, <laughs> Captain Carry On. <laughs> that means I never travel with luggage. I only travel with one one suitcase. Well, unless Carry On is spelled C A R R I O N, in which case it means something very different. Yes, it would, wouldn't it? For the for the go- for if the sun breeds maggots in a dead dog, there's a god kissing carrion. <laughs> this show suddenly became rather metal. I don't, you know, talking about carcasses and all sorts of fun stuff. Well, if if only if only the devil were here. Uh, how do you know he's not? Well, I, I bet I'm told that he went down to Georgia. Oh, I, I if you want to book no him, I think you're supposed to call Aria. Isn't she his agent in Keen? It's true, yeah. Yeah, maybe. She, yeah, she's, she, she works for him. All right. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll have although her I guess he message. doesn't have any, she doesn't have any cursed items, though, because I asked, asked her. Well, that doesn't sound like fun. Yeah, I want. I want. Well, you know, maybe we'll start Friday a, the thirteenth. Maybe we'll start um, a GoFundMe for her so she can obtain some cursed items. There you go. You know? There you go. Anyway, uh, this guy in the UK wants a negative COVID-19 test to be the key to getting you into a show or a festival or a concert or whatever. I want a positive IQ test to be the (laughs) (laughs) Do you have an IQ? (laughs) Yes, you're in. (laughs) No? Sorry. Can't let you in. Are you positive? Uh, so what is his plan? Uh, his plan is just that to use a negative test, uh, in England, apparently current Would social- you rather be HIV positive or IQ negative? <laughs> would you rather HIV positive? Yeah. yeah. Are you certain? I would pick HIV positive over IQ negative. Are you certain? Uh, the science is settled on that. So you're positive? Indeed. Are you HIV positive? No. (laughs) According to the article in England, current social social distancing guidelines mean you must not gather in groups of more than six people you do not live with, making events like festivals almost impossible in their current form. In Scotland, public Then you break the law. Ignore it. Do it in a field. They've been doing Find that. somebody yeah. to play. There uh, there was a piece on Vice News on YouTube the other day, a few, a few weeks ago. They were interviewing a couple of underground party throwers in London. And yes. they had masks on for the interview, and they were talking about throwing parties without you know permission, obviously. And mm. they were very well attended, and you know, people aren't social distancing. And the interesting thing was Vice was actually trying to shame these uh, these people. Vice, the, you know, sort of lefty, hip publication that has always been in favor of things like drug use and, well, right. Vice, uh, now is shaming people for throwing parties. <laughs> you know, it's just wow. so bizarre. How do you know you're I not I hear free? they want to put their nuts in a vice. <laughs> yeah, they already are, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they put their heads in the vice, and that's why they're 
A little confused. Yeah, it was really sad. Well, it's ironic to see vice virtue signaling. That's what they're doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, does that mean that vice went vice versa? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think much. it meant that Vice, like all pe- all media outlets that are actually uh, intentionally promoted by by the powers that be, um, will say what they're told to say by the deep state. Can we change that phrase to the powers that is instead of the powers that be? Uh, well, I don't think it goes. It down would be to- the powers that are or the powers that be. Uh, I like the powers that are- is. It sounds very Camacho. But 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 powers is plural and is is singular. So it, the powers that is uh, is not grammatically correct. It are not right the way say. <laughs> it are not the it right not way right. to say. It. Which is why I want to say it in such a fashion. Uh, it are not right. Uh, I are not going to do that <laughs> because I are listic, a little uh, autistic about grammar. But I'm artistic about grammar. Well. That's your choice. Well, to come back to Vice, I don't think that the young woman who was their uh, reporter in this particular video was taking marching orders from somebody. I think she buys the propaganda and she fully believes that these people who are throwing underground parties are putting people in danger. And she uh, she told them so. It wasn't an over. Uh, it wasn't something that they like put in post production, like a voiceover saying these people are bad for throwing. These. She actually criticized them in front of their faces during the interview. Mm-hmm. So instead of just being like a journalist who doesn't have an opinion, she actually castigated these people. I actually yeah. think that's better because everybody has an opinion. And if you make them lie about that, then you will not have good journalists. I'm just saying, I think she believes it. She isn't taking, you know, marching okay. orders. I think she's she buys it. But why did they publish her story instead of the story of the uh, of the person who didn't buy Because it? the science is settled. The science is settled. 855-453, more free talk live. If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great. It's the Realtor Mark Warder. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farms, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com Welcome back, everybody. To Free Talk Live, the live call-in talk radio program where you can take control of the airwaves and talk about anything you want. You can talk about what we're talking about. You can talk about what somebody else has been talking about. You can talk about something that nobody's talked about. You can talk about something that anybody has yet to talk about. You decide. You decide. All you have to do is pick up the phone and dial 855-450-3733. That's 855-450-FREE, like freedom. And in the studio tonight, I am your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me is... And I'm Ian. 
And I'm the nobody formerly known as Rich Paul. Check me out at electnobody.com. Um, actually, I haven't put anything up up there for quite a while, but I think I'm go- I think I'm going to tonight. So then, yes, please get yes. over there and check out the before and the after. Yes. It occurs to me that your former name is also two first names. It is. Does that mean I shouldn't trust you? Um, if you think that, I don't know. Draw your own conclusion. Very well. I will. I will get out. See my... if you can find people who have trusted me and regretted it. I, I think out... that you will find them thin on the ground, if at all. I will get out my sketch pad and charcoal pencil and draw a conclusion. We were talking about this idea, this article from BBC.com, uh, where this gentleman with two first names, Melvin Ben, uh, wants a clean coronavirus test to be your ticket to all the major music festivals. I want not being a coward to be your ticket to all major mu- music festival. Right. I want to have a coward. I want to have a music festival where the brave people show up and the cowards stay home. And the best time to have one is right now in during the coronavirus season because all you have to do is have a party and see who shows up. I think we did you that. Don't actually. have to make any effort. We actually did that. Yeah, I guess we do that. Uh, well, we had Fork Fest. We have also the gatherings on Friday. We did in in Keene and the nightcap week, gatherings. Yeah. You know, the, we don't get any cowards there. That's true. Um, and and I enjoy that. Yep. Um, and uh, eight, I think it was week eighteen was uh, last Friday. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I was exhausted, but I was like, no, I have to go out yeah, again. It was Just, it was fun. It was fun. I, They're always fun. I I go. I always go every time I go to these the nightcaps. I go. Okay, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna stay for no more than thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. And then like an two hour. hours go by, and I'm like, okay, I gotta go, guys. Right? I always end up. Why would you want to stay only thirty minutes? I, I'm old, and I you know think I have things to do in the morning, which I usually do, and then I usually uh-huh. I usually shirk them a little bit so yeah. I can sleep in Saturday morning. You know, not on, why on, do on you Saturday. plan things on the morning when you have an important ceremonial occasion? <laughs> <laughs> not only that, but I'm going to be drinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just clear your morning, I, and then you can stay without morning. stay without guilt. Do you have something more important to do than the little bit of partying that you get in every week? Really? Well, that's why I keep showing up. Yeah. So, and staying it's, longer than I plan. It's it's not uh, <laughs> I as uh, it's not Judge it's a not man just by a his desire. actions, not his words. It's a need. I do show it's up and need. I stay. It's a need uh to to have social contact. It's a Absolutely. need to have people well disposed to you in 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 man, your life and to have the support and the comfort of having those people around you sometimes man must interact with other carbon based yeah. life forms from time to time in order to maintain sanity this is a fact mm-hmm. the science is settled mm. yeah so anyway uh, this melvin ben guy who also okay, heads I've, up- I've just settled some science here Apparently that phrase does do become to, irritating before it becomes convincing. Do you need so to check your we don't need to study that anymore. Uh-oh. The science is settled. I thought you settled some science in your pants and you needed to go change your drawers. Moving ah, on. Silence! <laughs> I kill you. This guy, Melvin Ben, who also heads up Latitude and Download, I believe these are festivals, says every single bit of his turnover for 2020 has been canceled and told Newsbeat it can't happen two years on the trot. I think he means in a row. I don't know what on the trot it's means. I'm not very British slang. It's yeah. very British slang. 
I guess when they have the trots, it's not the same as when we have them. Yes. (laughs) Under his plan, everybody attending an event will have been tested for COVID-19 within either 7 or 14 days before the event, whichever length of time the government determines is safe. In my perfect, uh, perfect show... You show up according to your judgment and the risks that you are willing to take. Some people are willing to work to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. For no apparent reason. And some people are not. And that's okay. Right. Each one is making the choice that they think makes their life most meaningful to them. And I am not in a position to second guess either one. Referring to his thoughts about whatever the government determines is safe, he says, with that incentive, I think people will be really happy to start being tested. (laughs) At the moment, there is no incentive to be tested. Right? So he wants wants the incentive to be tested being allowed into his frickin' festivals. No, the the incentive to be tested should be, I'm having symptoms of something, and something's wrong with me, and I need medical attention. At that point, you should be tested to see what kind of medical attention you need so that you can have the medical attention that you need. So if you want to go to more than one party, Mm -hmm. you've got to go and get more than one test. Sounds like it. I mean, over time, there's going to be, let's say, a summer full of parties. So you're going to have to go every week, every two weeks, to go get a fresh test, right? Whatever the government says, apparently, is, is best. No, no, no. What we need is a summer concert concert series that says, I don't care what you think, government. Oh, absolutely. Or how about just F the government? F the police. Yeah, F them all. Uh, On any kind of social distancing at large events, Melvin Ben says, it's completely and utterly bonkers. Well, on this particular subject, I agree. It is bonkers. You don't don't socially distance a rock concert. Come on, dude. You go and you take the risk. You go and you take the risk because you're not a coward. You go and you take the risk because living for a little while on your feet is better than spending a long time on your knees. Mm, Amen to that. Uh, he says, when you consider the atmosphere at raucous live gigs or the reaction to the goal of a football match, uh, that illustrates his point. But Dr. Simon Clark, associate professor in cellular microbiology at the University of Reading, warns that tests don't always pick up the virus in its early stages. Uh-oh. We can't know for sure that when you've had a negative test for the virus, you will remain negative for any period of time after, well, he says. Well, if you can't be sure, you better stay home, folks. Can't be out there taking any risks unless you can be sure, and the science says you can't be sure. How so, many people do you think died hunting mastodons? Be very afraid. Mm, at least one. So you've got this other uncertain. science guy saying, well, no, 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 hold up. You can't be just letting people in with testing. Right. You're going to still have to socially distance if you're going to a party. The science is settled on that. That's what, he's, that's okay, what he said. He says there's also a window between you being tested and going to the festival. Mm-hmm. You could pick up the virus then as well. Yep. Coronavirus spreads when an infected person coughs. Small droplets packed with the virus into the air, meaning festivals would be a high-risk environment for that to happen. They must all be banned. I've done a lot of coughing at festivals. Um, well, just ban, you know, just ban coughing. You know, no more coughing, but, uh, everybody. 
I've I've never I've never left one sick, but I've got a hippie immune system in that I go to festivals. Right, right. You know? And so I I toughened myself by doing that. I'm not weak. One of my favorite drummers that I used to If you're weak, stay home. I used to make music with would joke about uh, he's like the reason I don't get sick is because I keep my body polluted with, you know, amazing amounts <laughs> of everything else that yeah. nothing would Poison. dare ever ever make me sick. Nothing. Well, anything that I mean, the disease that got into my bloodstream most of the time would get disoriented and not even be able to find its way to the organ that it normally destroys. Indeed. <laughs> What do you think? Should you uh, be let into concerts based on a clean coronavirus test? Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. This is Free Talk Live. We've got more. Free Talk Live. Rolling into our final segment of this Monday night edition. Our toll-free number, of course, is 855-450-3733. 855-450-FREE is in freedom. If you call now, we may have time to get you in. I wanted to let you all know that Free Talk Live is going to be in Dallas, August 6th through 8th. For Mobilize 2020, it's going to be the biggest liberty-oriented networking event this year. It is invitation only, but getting an invitation is easy. Go to yaliberty.org forward slash mobilize and register. I don't think they're requiring any COVID testing. Let's hope not. Yeah. Mobilize 2020 in Dallas, August 6th through the 8th, yaliberty.org forward slash Mobilize. I think you just got to pay him, would be my guess. But yes. I don't know. Maybe it's free. I haven't even looked. It's a good question. Uh, <laughs> so we've been talking about this guy. What is his plan uh, with using the incentive of a clean COVID test as your ticket into a concert? His plan is to try to be a rock and roll promoter while also being a pussy. And those two things mm. do not go together. Here's- we don't need shows organized by weaklings. We need shows organized for rock and roll. Here's the bullet points, uh, as pointed out in the article. Customers who want to book an event being advised to get a test and download the NHS Trace app. That's for uh, contact tracing. Uh, The test is registered with the app, which then allows you to continue with your booking. Make sure you get your government tracing app so they know where you are at all times. Whenever you get a negative test, the app notifies you that you're COVID-19 free, and that becomes a virtual permission slip to attend the event. This is so dystopian, dude. Yes, it is. No, we have to fight back against this by having our own events. You show your app. I feel called. You show your app and ticket at your event, which allows you entry. Local information about infection rates would be taken into consideration. Melvin, Melvin Ben doesn't plan to contravene or subvert the government's health position and says his idea yeah, would do... Melvin is a Melvin. Yeah, right? He says his idea would do exactly the opposite, which is true. Exactly. Right. That's why Melvin it. isn't rock and roll. This yeah. is enhancing the amount of people that would be on the NHS app, says Melvin. He is doing he, their bidding. Yeah. Well, but it. he's explaining to us exactly why it's the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. Indeed he is. And and that is good. He is he is an example by failure for the world. Mm. 
The idea is in its infancy with those specific timings or any rollout estimate on the costs. It's a tough shout, but it's doable because there's an incentive to be tested, he believes. So uh, that is uh, about all of Melvin I can take. Uh, we'll post that, of course, if you want to yeah. read it. I think there's a reason that this guy had his underwear pulled up over his head <laughs> when he was in school. I think he had it coming. Let's go to your calls and your thoughts. Let's talk to Candy in Ocala. Candy, you are on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hi. My, what's on my mind is a $600 unemployment thing for a week. Mm-hmm. I live on SSI, mm-hmm. which is kind of handicapped disability. You know, and I get $783 a month. Okay. Yeah. Now, y'all try to live on $783 a month while people are getting $600 a week on unemployment. I would never try to sense? live off the government. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. No. I agree. It is. No. Well, there's nothing like people getting angry at each other because they're taking more money from uh, from the government, but yeah. that's what I hear. Well, the thing is, I think... If you can take money from the government, uh, I mean, it's better than them spending it on war. But the fact is, these none of these programs should exist. The amount of them is not the problem. The existence of them is. Well, well they, uh, unemployment the- used to be you get a third of what you used to get at work. Well, it's being forced to buy insurance without being able to do the math and determine whether that insurance is a good deal for you. Mm. So nobody should be forced to spend money on insurance that will not pay for itself. Agreed. Um, You should only buy insurance that will benefit you. Well, this is what, though, sadly, it's come to now, where so many people are on government welfare. And I agree with you, nobody. There's nothing inherently wrong with, with taking the money. I mean, if they're going to give it to you and you want to jump through the yeah. hoops, then what, go right what's ahead. What's inherently wrong is taxation, because that's no theft. Doubt. But now we're in, a, we're in a place where so many people are on the government dole. Now they're getting mad at each other because it's not fair. Right. Well, so-and-so's getting more money than I am, and that's not fair. I should get as much money as so-and-so's getting. Of course it's not fair. You're 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 receiving money from criminals, people who steal it. They are not going to distribute it fairly. <laughs> you, you, you got candy laughing. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So All right. my money's coming from criminals, huh? Yes. Yeah. They steal yeah. it. Taxation is theft. Washington DC stands for District of Criminals. What do you think they're good people in Washington DC? <laughs> no. No. You think there's good people no, in Tallahassee? Like in Florida? I'd like to tell them uh, to see if they can live on $783 a month. Yeah. That's probably two dinners for them. Yeah. yeah. How about the people in Tallahassee? Do you think those people are good people? I think there are good people in Tallahassee. Let me just clarify. Uh, in the state house. They're just not in government. Yeah. Governor DeSanto is an idiot. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. How about that state legislature? Are they good people? No. No. Okay. Well, you can't trust these people. Yeah. yeah. So don't do business with them. Don't give them your money. You know, gather your friends together, and when they come and try to take take your your money, fight back. You know, that's what the founding yeah. fathers did. Any final thoughts, yeah. Candy? <laughs> yeah, I'm having fun. 
<laughs> All right, Candy, we appreciate the call. Thanks for calling in tonight. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's never fair, right? You know, the, the, it can't the, be fair. The arbitrary they're stealing money from of one money. group of people yeah. and they're giving it to somebody else. There's no fair way to do that. Right. It's like fairly raping somebody. You can't <laughs> fairly rape someone. <laughs> I mean, unless they tried to rape you first, I guess. But that even wouldn't make yeah, much sense. Yeah, but it's not really fairly. Yeah. Well, the thing is. It, it, the argument could be made that if someone int- attempts to rape me, that that uh, that that implies consent on their part, even if it doesn't imply consent on mine, yeah. because they're trying to have sex with me. <laughs> so if they're trying to rape me, I can't rape them because, by definition, they are willing to have sex with me. The uh, <laughs> the the amounts of these, I I. I'm loath to call them benefits from the government. These payouts uh, from the government have never been fair. Nobody has ever attempted to make yeah. them fair, and if they have, they've lied to you. What, what, what's fair is is uh, Ben Carson gets, uh, I think it was, who said, uh, but no, Walter Williams, who said, what's fair is that you produce what you can produce, and I can produce what I can produce, and you keep what you produce, and I keep what I produce. Right. And then, to the extent that I want to do charitable things, and to a great extent I do, um, then I am free to make my choices as to where my charity goes, to whom my charity goes, because I don't want to give charity to somebody who is out being a crackhead. Right. Was it uh, Thomas... Thomas Sowell, who said, uh, no one is equal, right? Everybody is so different that it's impossible for anybody to be equal to another person. And even the same man is not equal to himself from day to day. So you can't even be equal to yourself on any given day, minute, week, month, year, whatever it is. So it's impossible for everybody to be equal. Thus, it's impossible for things to be fair. Um, Well said. well, Well, the thing is that it is impossible for... It is possible for things to be fair. Sure. It's possible because for things to be equitable. What's fair? What's fair is nature. Okay? I'll what's give you that. fair is nature because nature is completely impartial. The laws of nature are in are applied without prejudice, nope. without mercy, without malice. Right. Okay. Unlike and governments, so which is completely that unnatural. Is fair. So here's so so here's what you've got. If you sit on attack, you will bleed from the ass. That's a law. Okay? I stole that from Doug Steinhope, I think. Um, Stanhope? Stanhope's law? Stanhope's law. (laughs) Whoever he was. Um, But great guy. Uh, You know, if if you fall down, you will get hurt. That's a law. Mm -hmm. If you spend your money, you won't have any. That's a law. If you don't earn any money, you won't have any. That's a law. Let the laws of nature and natural consequences fix the world i couldn't agree with you more there nobody and you know what's not fair is that we are out of time that has been our show for today but we're here seven days a week get our archives over at freetalklive.com have a good night everybody hi i'm derek i'm the president of AnyPay, a payment company i believe in a world where everyone can use bitcoin to pay for everything in their lives everywhere they go and AnyPay is the vehicle to help make that happen. So 
Mark Edge of Free Talk Live asked me to create a five-minute weekly podcast where we just update the listeners of Free Talk Live about what is going on with AnyPay, what sort of new features have been released this week, and what are we building, and what ways is it easier to pay your favorite businesses using Bitcoin, Dash, and other payment methods. So we thought this was a great idea. Stephen and I had a chat in our office earlier today, and what you're about to hear is the result of that conversation. So we're going to keep this really casual and just have a quick chat about what's going on in AnyPay, and I think you're going to enjoy it. Have a listen. So uh, what kind of things are exciting you about AnyPay these days? What have, what have we done this month that you're excited about? We've done a lot this month. Yeah, it's uh, been busy. Like every month. Yeah. And I'm very excited for uh, my favorite new customer. I think the the most <laughs> exciting new user to that, come to come on board to AnyPay. Is that Dingo? That's Dingo Delivery. Yeah, I'm excited about them too. Um Seeing payments, you know, seeing videos of them using Dingo is like, uh, it's heartwarming. It's, it's, it's like out of our hands, you know? What I like the most about them is their new, their novel approach to commerce. It, it's, it's a service that I would love to have here in Portsmouth. So what, they deliver food to people. So the, the way it works. Food. They'll deliver anything. Really? They're yeah. Dingo delivery. They'll They're just a deliver. concierge. Okay. And, and so you you text them and like with WhatsApp and say what you want or text them over Facebook. That's right. You have a they have a WhatsApp phone number. Mm-hmm. You text them. You say, "I want a frisbee." <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to the park. Need a frisbee. Right, and they, yeah. then they tell you, "Okay, that'll be twenty one dollars." They like go and find one locally, they'll and then go. They'll look it up mm-hmm. and they'll figure it out, and then they send you a payment request. Mm-hmm. Using a a link to any pay, right? And you open that up and pay. And then once you pay, they see that you paid, and they bring you the thing, the frisbee. The frisbee, yeah. Maybe it's used or mostly for food. Yeah, I think it is. Because they said like groceries and stuff. The guy who pitched it to us said like, "Oh, I need eggs and butter and like, you know, just basic staples." You amazing. don't want to go run to the store to get that stuff. It's so much better. I can't get the fresh press to deliver. He said that the way this uh, originated is like organically from the market because there are kids hanging around these stores all the time. And they say like, yo, kid, like, um, or, or the store owner will say like, there's a kid hanging around. Hey, go kid, do a delivery. Yeah, would you go deliver this? I'll give you a buck or, you know, five cents or whatever they give to these kids. Well, it's go really run. cool. Yeah. And then they... If you're a user of this, you pay with Dash. And yeah. um, it's great. This is with, with a cool contact that we had, Lorenzo from Dash Text. He's great. He builds a Dash wallet. Yeah. And they plan to add more cryptos in the future. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's what they said. So Dash is the first one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. Yeah, so they'll, you'll be able to pay with anything at um, Dash or Dingo Delivery. Whenever someone wants uh, a new a new currency, I don't know if it might they just will. be Dash people. From what I see in Venezuela, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, those are those are about it. People know about BTC, but obviously, that's not going to work out. No. Another thing I'm excited about is Money Button. Back. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about Money Button because I think it was the really the best experience with AnyPay. Like you and I have always hated scanning. 
Oh, I hate scanning. But especially it's, in e-commerce, when people pay with e-gifter, specifically. No, no, yes, uh, e-gifter, that makes sense. But also when I'm using AnyPay City. I don't want to tap open wallet and then see a new screen and then swipe and do all this nonsense. Confirm. No. Here's the invoice. Here's the payment. Boom. Happens on one screen. One swipe. Done. Yeah. Money it's buttons so beautiful. So I'm glad it's back. And the reason, the reason I got rid of it was I felt urgency to upgrade to a more efficient way of paying. Right. And this is the modern way and everyone will adopt this. Yeah. Um, and what I really like about it is I reduced our Amazon Web Services bill for processing money button and BSV payments by 99.9%. Get out of here. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, well, that in itself is reason enough to support this new method. It sure is, and it's awesome that money button is working now. But it's also the really only way that it's scalable. Every currency is only really scalable if you want you want to have like millions of app developers. So right. the only way is to use this peer to peer way. Well, not just for app developers, but for us. I mean, listening to a bajillion payments on a bajillion blockchains is just not going to work. Well, we are app developers. Yeah. Right. Um, so that that now works only with hand cash and money button with BSV, and that's coming to Bitcoin Cash next, and then to Dash. Okay. And um, so what do you mean? It's not on Bitcoin Cash. I thought Bitcoin Cash was peer to peer. It uses the URL or URI style. Yeah, it does. Payment. It does use that. Yeah. Um, there's there's another update that needs to be rolled out to oh. make it only peer to peer. Uh huh. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. And yeah, that that's what I'm most excited about. The last thing that I they added was um, the AnyPayCity leaderboard. And uh, I think this is really cool because it shows who is getting the most payments around the world. This is the most simple way, and in the future you'll be able to see more. But now you can just see who's the most active on AnyPay. Which is fun to see. Who was? Who's at the top? Who's at eGifter.com e-gifter. is at the top. Okay, and for retail, do you know who's next? It might be Corner News. I think it is, yeah. I think Corner News does the ne- next most. So the protection of life, liberty, and property is, is what the Free State Project is all about. But it's an, it's an effort to move 20,000 people who understand. It's about demonstrating to the entire country. That, yeah, we can have a free market, a truly free market. Making it just a freer, great place to live. It's the world's largest voluntarist, libertarian community, and it's, it's only getting bigger. That's amazing, to be able to move to a place where other people like passionately believe in being free and independent. What the Free State Project is managing to do, though, is to put their money where their mouth is. It's physically getting up across the country and saying, let's go someplace and let's demonstrate the power of these ideas. There's a lot of kind of philosophy that surrounds liberty. There's a lot of thinking about it and talking about it. But here in New Hampshire, people are doing it. 101 Reasons Liberty Lives in New Hampshire, a documentary by Free State Project Early Movers. Watch it free at 101reasonsfilm.com. 101reasonsfilm.com. This is a Corona Crisis Self-Reliance Alert. If you're worried about the power grid in the current crisis and want to generate your own supply of off-the-grid electrical power just in case, pay close attention. Here's why. 
a limited supply of solar backup generators will be available again in the next two weeks. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving electrical backup power when you get off the grid. And unlike gas generators, these solar generators run quietly, emit no fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Dangerous weather, social unrest, or overloaded grids this summer will not be a problem if you go to mysolarbackup.com and get your solar backup generator. We regret that supplies are limited and only available on a first-come, first-served basis. Check availability at mysolarbackup.com. Never suffer painful power outages again. Go to mysolarbackup.com. That's mysolarbackup.com.